Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, is Vince McMahon still working for WWE? No. Is John Laurinaitis still working for WWE? No. Is Dexter Loomis back working for WWE? Yes. Is Johnny Gargano back working for WWE? Not yet. Hi, everybody. I'm Andy Murray. I've got Michael Sidwick here. What's he doing here? Back from a holiday. I've tanned. And I've burnt myself twice. What an Adonis. That's how white I am. Good to have you back, brother. This is the news. This is the news. It's been a while since we've done one of these, but we're going to throw you straight back into the frying pan with a couple of hospital pass stories here. Uh, Vince McMahon, is he secretly running WWE as part of a conspiracy? No, of course he isn't, you lunatics. Uh, It's kind of wild that a report of this nature had to come out, but it was a talking point because Twitter is insane uh, over the past few days. Uh, Fightful Select coming through to clarify that no, Vince McMahon is not secretly pulling the strings of WWE following his resignation in disgrace on the 22nd of July. Uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are the co-CEOs. Triple H is the creative guy. He's doing the talent relations, all that stuff. You know the new setup. But uh, yeah, the Fightful basically moved to debunk this complete and utter nonsense uh, the other day. It come from some pundits as well. It's not just fans. It's amazing, before we dive into this, it's amazing that this stuff can arise. WWE is a publicly traded company. If Vince McMahon was secretly pulling the strings, do you understand the legal minefield conspiracy theorists that would have arisen because of this? Nonsense. But anyway, sorry, I've gone off on one before we've even started. Uh, a bunch of higher-ups in WWE have constantly said to Fightful that no, this isn't the case. Vince is not pulling any strings. He's not running the company in the shadows. One source said that the idea of Raw being a statement show, which was circulated last week, um, was kind of done to wipe that notion away in general. This is a new creative era. Yada, yada, yada. We've got a quote here from Fightful's report from a source. Um... If Vince McMahon was still involved to any degree, neither SummerSlam nor WWE Raw would have resembled what they looked like. Dakota Kai would not have been brought back. Raw would have been several SummerSlam rematches. Uh, now, a bunch of people have also said that Triple H is working to make the environment backstage better in WWE, which needed moves, absolutely. Uh, and this is, uh, there's a bunch of other stuff is here. Fightful have been told explicitly that Vince is not involved in the day-to-day running. Uh, the, nothing whatsoever, no creative input. Uh, uh, there are rumours that he has limited access even to WWE facilities, but that's not yet been confirmed. Uh, and there's a bunch of situations that have arisen since his departure where people would have normally needed to go to Vince for something, which is no longer the case. So good to see Sean Ross Sapp coming through with this report. Just 
debunk this nonsense once and for all. Uh, what do you think? It's too stupid to waste too much time on, but let yes. me briefly, very briefly, play devil's advocate as to how this conspiracy has arisen. One, Twitter is a swamp full of nutjobs. And number two, if you look at the product at the moment, it's still in flux. There are still sort of echoes of the old WWE, but that's because they're not going to be able to change everything all at once with a snap of the fingers. And if they did that, it would kind of be a cell phone by saying, oh, it's absolutely terrible, we need to change everything. I think that would be a bad look. If it looked completely and utterly radically different, I think it would be just a bad idea optics-wise for this promotion, which is still meant to be the very best, etc., etc. And if you look at certain elements of programming and, like, historical um, sort of industry whispers, Kevin Dunn is still making a massacre of the cuts, so maybe people think, oh, well, he liked Vince and Triple H didn't really like Kevin Dunn. Look, these things are going to take time. And if you look at something like the SmackDown segment, um, where Ricochet was put into an impromptu match with Happy Corbin for laughing at him, that's kind of a Vince-esque segment. But to explain that, right, Bruce Pritchard is still factored into the creative team on some level, and it's not really easy to get rid of him, even though he's not the most popular guy, because he was kind of credited with, like, um, arresting the rating slide Mm -hmm. over the last um, sort of year or so. So Pritchard's still there, Dunn's still there. You're still going to get what is quintessentially old WWE now, but the the changes potentially are coming, but they will be incremental. And speaking of fetid old dinosaurs, John Laurinaitis is gone. Uh, This was finally confirmed yesterday by PW Insider's Mike Johnson. It was later backed up and corroborated by Fightful Sean Rossap. Yeah, John Laurinaitis is gone. It's been described as a quiet dismissal. It happened sometime over the past week or so. Uh, And for what are described by Mike Johnson as obvious reasons, uh, the details have been largely kept to a small group of people. A lot, you would have seen this coming. Uh, He was implicated in the hush money scandal with Vince McMahon. The first June report on this matter from the Wall Street Journal, I believe, and I believe the exact wording was that the paralegal that Vince McMahon is alleged to have paid this non-disclosure agreement of to allegedly suppress allegations of sexual misconduct. The person involved in this was... What was the wording? Passed, Passed like around a, like a toy. Like a toy. So yeah, Laurinaitis was implicated in this straight away. WWE putting him on leave. He was head of talent relations at the time. He'd been in that role since last March. Um, the writing was kind of on the wall from that moment. But from there, Triple H was reappointed EVP. Talent relations. A few days later, he's head of creative. I think you kind of knew this was coming. Good. Uh, the guy had been with WWE for like the best part of 20 years, if not 20 years outright. Uh... You never hear anything nice about this member of the old boys club from people who've departed the company. Uh, Just a long overdue toppling of a pillar of that old boys club. Yes, absolutely. I'll keep this brief. Um, It's good that he's gone. And number two, he should not have come back for multiple reasons, maybe even literally all of them. There you go. Dexter Loomis is back. This happened on Raw last night. Uh, Very un-WWE-like angle, but that's how it played out. So, uh, basically, he appeared in sort of after the main event. It was AJ Styles versus The Miz. AJ Styles won. He wasn't directly acknowledged by the commentators, but there was a kerfuffle in the crowd. Some guy with a hoodie trying to break through. He was suppressed by security, but when you pulled the hood down, you saw it was Dexter Loomis. He was on the show. He was obviously released by WWE in April. Now, seemingly brought back by Triple H. Fightful Select had reported before the show that WWE were considering bringing Dexter Loomis back, and here it transpired. Interestingly, earlier in the show, there was kind of like a car wreck back stage like an accident in the in the parking lot um does that tie into Loomis's return well WWE in all their subtlety have uploaded a YouTube video says Dexter Loomis crashes raw so yeah probably um <coughs> what do you reckon of this look irrespective of my 
subjective take on the talent involved, Dexter Loomis, right? That's the nicest way I can kind of put it. This is quite a decent development, and what I mean by that is uh, we talk a lot about how this WWE audience is going to have to be retrained to understand the beats of storytelling. Triple H is going to try and put his um, imprint on the show. I think the idea behind the show-long angle, which was kind of like done in secret or like in the shadows, um, where there was an interview with Kevin Owens, I believe, and yes. he first saw the car totaled, totaled, I think the Yanks say, um, and I think it was Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. was sort of like, oh, what's going on? And then there was a further appearance of the car and a certain segment so the implication is that Dexter Loomis has literally crashed Raw and it appears as if he did so urgently because he's crashed the car and he's trying to rush their ringside they're trying to cultivate a mystery here what is he doing what does he have to say is he trying to send a warning something along those lines I think WWE wanted fans to engage with Raw in a sort of secretive subtle backstage show long angle and talk about it on social media now because it's quite a broad organisation very few people picked up on this but you know if this sort of thing keeps happening then yes actual conversation and good engagement surrounding this show might actually happen um yeah i don't know what he's here for but that is the point it's a cliffhanger like these are just actual storytelling devices that wwe have deserted and if they're going to come back it will probably take some time for the audience to really engage and look out for them because they usually get spoon fed like the hand gripped understand this here's a recap so because that is usually the way they do it, people didn't really pick up on this, but you know, maybe they'll get trained to do so in the future. Completely agree on every single level, and I thought it was quite cute as well that they did it in the hometown of Loomis's former stablemate in the way, Johnny Gargano uh, in Ohio there. Ohio, the town of Ohio uh, on a night where many people predicted a Johnny Gargano return, which didn't end up happening, but neatly, our next story revolves around Mr. Gargano. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, A report here from Fightful Select. It was the same one actually covering the Loomis return here. Um, Talking about Gargano... 
and his potential WWE return. Obviously, when you think of Triple H, guys, he's probably quite near the top of the list of people they might look to bring back. He was like, well, no, he departed WWE at the end of his contract in December. Um, but yes, WWE has made overtures to Mr. Gargano. They are interested in bringing this fella back. Uh, and Shawn Michaels, who currently works in NXT, was charged with the guy, uh, charged to reach out with him. That task. Uh, now, whether or what came of these conversations, what actually happened, whether or not Gargano was closer or further away, perhaps, from returning is currently unclear, but Michaels has been in touch with him. It's clear that Triple H wants to bring back one of his dudes. Um, I think that, along with most people, it's not exactly a hot take this, as soon as Triple H ascended to power, Gargano became far likelier to return to WWE, knowing that perhaps he'd get a stronger chance on the main roster under Triple H than he would have under Vince, who would have gone, ah, you're short and skinny and not and huge. you're too good at wrestling as yeah, well. Yeah, there you go. Um, I suspect we're of a tr- similar train of thought, but what do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. It does appear that he's coming back. Several hints were dropped across Raw last night, indicating that that is in fact the direction. And yet again, like I think it's smart. Um, when we talk about buzz and all the rest of it on social media and online, we have to always remember that our own timelines are curated, like subjectively. So if I'm saying that no one's talking about WWE, it's probably because I'm not really following anyone that talks about WWE. So we've got to be careful about that. But genuinely, um, the great Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics um, did a big, massive deep dive into Google Trends. And um, I believe it might have been December 2021 was the lowest um, ever um, amount of traffic that people were talking about WWE on Google. So there is something to the fact that, you know, it's been an uninteresting product that is serving its audience, yeah. but not a great amount of people. I think what they're doing with this, uh, these various Gargano teasers um, is they are trying to get people to talk about it, and they're trying to do it in a way of showing and not telling the audience that a development is happening. Again, it's so weird to talk about WWE employing actual dramatic and narrative devices um, to get their stories over. Long may it continue, but I think that angle on Raw exists to make this conversation happen. This conversation makes other conversations happening and it just is, it's, it's remarkable how much thought and detail they're applying to the show already. Maybe not me, they're, sorry, it's maybe not for me on a subjective level, but they are trying strategically I think to get people talking about this product again. And it's certainly, if nothing else, a lot more interesting to talk about in this yeah, year. There's no nihilism involved, there's no oh well this guy's not good, look at him, he, he doesn't fit Vince's profile or I've been here before with this type of story there's no point investing in it these are new and genuinely quite interesting times exactly and uh, to speak to that we've got a bunch of questions today um, a bunch of them kind of revolved around similar topics so I've picked two that fit that mold and one that's just a bit silly uh, but uh, yeah well I would never do Go that for a silly question uh, <laughs> Sam Harry legend of course uh, asks hi guys uh, now with Triple H back uh, bringing back his NXT guys which is the possibility uh, that will happen first to last so rank these I guess in, in, in likelihoods and again these are names that a bunch of people are interested in so we're going to talk about them a lot of people call me a ranker <laughs> hey! I, think I think that's what they say he's anyway. back baby he's back on the scene crispy and clean uh, so option number one is that The Miz turns on Champa, Johnny Gargano returns to save Champa, and DIY is back together uh, option two is uh, The Fiend returns and attacks somebody in the ring uh, and C is Sasha and Naomi return with the belts uh order of likeliness how are you feeling about these 
I think genuinely right, if the, the hype around Bray Wyatt existed as much as it does on a wider scale than it does to his sort of really rabid cult fan base, he would have turned up somewhere already. I really just can't see it happening um, as yet. So we'll put that as least likely. I agree. Um, in terms of the DIY stuff, I don't know if they're going to be together apart or then together to go apart again because I don't think Gargano himself was happy with one final beat no uh, one last beat or whatever it was absolutely abysmal it was cringeworthy it was an abomination yeah they've invested so much time between like what 2016 and 2020 telling their story like if nothing else I think maybe they deserve some actual decent closure um, I think that'll be a continuation and what was the Sasha and Naomi one again sorry? the return with the belts yeah, um, a unification of where the actual yeah. real champions. Um, that is absolutely likely as well. But, you know, these are all speculative industry whispers at present. Um, look, here's a bit of a preview, right? We are going to be previewing Quake by the Lake, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday in podcast form. So if you stick around on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, I've got an insane take about what might go Whoa. down at Quake by the Lake. It might even pertain to Sasha Banks and Naomi. So if you want a full in-depth one, I'm going to plug the hell out of the number one podcast in Britain. There we go. Uh, I'm going to put Sasha and Naomi as the likeliest for me, personally. I think that as soon as Vince left, that shot up the rankings. But I don't think there's a big difference between that and uh, Johnny Gargano coming back through and doing whatever he's going to do with Tommaso Ciampa. Our second question of the day comes from Crispy, um, who asks, is there anyone that's not currently utilised, but that wasn't utilised by Vince McMahon uh, well, that's maybe not on Triple H's radar, who could benefit greatly from the recent change in creative and I like this question because it's not just the usual oh yeah Ricochet he'll do quite well um, I, I think that Dexter Loomis uh, is going to do extremely well but he's clearly on Triple H's radar any, any that you might think of you know what's an absolutely wild left of field pick here right Go for it. is that we know that Triple H from his prior roles in WWE that he undertook for most of the 2020s right uh, 2010s sorry easy for me to say obviously spent a lot of time either around the performance center or talking to performance center coaches right he knows that sort of system inside out uh, much like Steve Bruce and Sam Allardyce know every other club in England and honestly, this is a bit of a left of field pick, right? And I know um, she's not the most acclaimed of performers, right? But by all accounts, and obviously Triple H has either had a first-hand one or received several of them second-hand, Dana Brooke apparently is one of the biggest grafters in the entire company. Like, works so goddamn hard. It's constantly trying to improve and it's just a total workhorse, puts in the hours and is really desperate to try and make something of herself. Triple H will be keenly aware of all this and you know he might just give her a sustained shot just yeah. as a thank you for like sort of setting an example for everybody else in the performance centre if nothing else so maybe Dana Brooke will get something of a serious push maybe that's a ridiculous statement but I'm just trying to use a bit of informed opinion here. there you go I've, I've got a bit of an adjusted opinion I recently did a video 10 wrestlers doomed without Vincent Mann and who was on there Omas because of course he was big lumbering dude not all that great but it's not necessarily his fault he was just put on TV far too early yes um you got a featured squash, handicap squash on last night's episode of Raw. So now I'm thinking, okay, maybe Triple H is interested mm. in doing something with this bloke uh, instead of just sending him back down to developmental train for a bit and then come back up. Uh, we'll see how it transpires. But after last night's Raw, I'm changing my opinion, my friends, as you should always be open to doing, unless your opinion is something really obvious, like uh, uh, sweet potato is a bad food. Uh, right, our final question of the day comes from someone... 
Just someone. Do you not like sweet potatoes? No, it's garbage. Put it, put it in a doll. A doll. Right. Put it, put it in a doll. I'll give it one last chance, but only because of you said so. If anyone else had said so, no shot. Someone asks the following. Stupid question time. That's what we do. If the real reason for Wilborn being off these past few days is to make a repackaged comeback, it's back next week, I think, uh, what would his comeback gimmick be? I've got one here, and the image displays it better than the description. Paper plate model. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, look at his stupid face. Look at him. It's I, perfect. I, I love and I miss and I also love to hate him as well. He's just <laughs> the best guy. Um, let's do every Willborn gimmick ranked from worst to best. Don't say the exact phrase, but the microphone is on the floor, so that's one. Yeah, it's going to stay there for the yep. duration of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's going to be that. So he's been king of the mic. Remember Broken Willborn? Broken Willborn. When he realised about like 10 years after everybody else that role was terrible. <laughs> but best show of the week. Yeah, he realised that, you know, that's, that's actually quite bad this. So I was like, yeah, yeah, why don't you repair yourself and travel back in time and get on the take everything like everybody else has. Um, so we've had that gimmick. Um, he's always kind of been like way more lenient for WWE than like sort of me, you and Hamlet. let's be yeah, perfectly yeah. honest. So maybe stand up for WWE. <laughs> He could come back and do that with his little hat on. We've got one of those hats somewhere, I think, at WWE. Stand up for uh, Wilborn. There you go. There you go. Boom. Perfect. Uh, let us know what gimmick you think Wilborn should come back with in the comment section below. If you say King of the Mic, I will punch the camera. It's like, uh, it's inflated, isn't it? Yeah. What if we just uh, punctured it? I do have a knife. I'd rather do it in front of him, though. I want to see his little face. You look like uh, someone who carries a knife in yeah, I do, don't it's I? Like, I it's like, it's simultaneously, like, really classy and rough. Yeah. And that's a perfect description of the man. That's me in general, baby. The duality of Murray. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us on today's wrestling news. Uh, well, I think it'll be myself and Michael Sidgwick for the rest of the week, which is a good time, because we're a good time, and so are you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Michael at... M. Sidgwick. And you can follow me at Andy. H. Murray. The H stands for the eel without a T. Goodbye. Oh, the eel. Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.